Warning, the NBA Hole podcast is not intended for children. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Follow us on the Twitter box at NBA Hole Podcast. Hold on to your butts. Here we go. Esteemed university faculty, C-suite executives, rich motherfuckers, and fellow masochists, it is my honor to introduce you to episode four of the MBA Whole Podcast, How to Manage Stress. I'm not going to do that fucking voice for the rest of the show. I just thought it would be fun. I mean, come on. It, I am recording this at 6.38 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Morning. <laughs> I have had one cup of coffee and uh, I have another sitting on my desk and uh, we'll see how this unfolds. <laughs> this is how I manage stress. So way to start. I come up with stupid fucking shit like that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. This is the NBA whole podcast. Uh, we're talking about NBA stuff. <clears throat> Um, part of this, so I kind of started this uh, like last week. I've been cranking out these episodes. I'm going to get to a point of diminishing returns <laughs> at some point. Um, and the intention of this is kind of to give an overview of what to expect in an MBA program. And I think I'm going to uh, expand that scope a little bit moving forward. I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, but there are a lot of really good things that you learn in a program that you can apply to real life. So, um, I don't want to limit my audience to people that are in a program or looking to be in a program. I kind of, I think that there are things that, uh, I have learned and maybe some of you have learned, um, that could, can be some practical advice for people in the working world and, you know, just life in general, because, we don't live in silos. Um, a lot of us like to compartmentalize or try to compartmentalize our working life and our non-working life as much as we possibly can and avoid those fucking work functions as much as humanly possible. I don't want to go to another Christmas party. Sorry. Um, but that's just not how we are. Um, we There's not a work self and a uh, non-work self. There's just a self and as I wax and wane philosophically, um, I digress. And I will say, hey, yo, uh, got my first review. So, woohoo! Four shows in, got my first review. I, uh, awesome. All right, uh, this is uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review us there on Apple Podcasts. We are there. Um, would love for you to do so. If not, you can just like click the five stars if you don't want to write anything because you're just you're just like, God damn, I have Aaron fatigue. I don't need another thing to do. While you're listening to this, you can just scroll down and hit the five stars and I will be happy and you will know that you made somebody's day because, uh, yeah, you know, because you're awesome and shit. So it says, love the show, really gives me a feel for what it's like to be in an MBA program while making you laugh. Yay! Thank you, Dino A2J. <laughs> 
So, okay, we're talking about manage how, how to manage stress. Uh, cause, um, that's stress is a bitch. It can give you all sorts of things like, uh, you know, the cancers and, uh, uh, make you feel like you're being attacked by dinosaurs or burned by hot coals, uh, leads to anxiety, depression, fucking OCD. Um, I might do a show about that in the future. Um. Uh, about my like actual real life OCD issues and not just saying um, I'm so OCD, which drives me up the fucking wall, because it is a debilitating fucking thing. Anyway, um, this is I'm supposed to make this funny. Uh, find a distraction. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here's my notes. Um, so I think one of the the best ways in a stressful situation. And especially like as you're working through school or just like a mountain of work, it really doesn't matter. But like find a distraction. And this sounds really counterintuitive, but your mind can only handle so much at, at uh, uh, so much input. It's that point of diminishing returns. Go back to our econ episode and maybe things will fall into place there for you um uh, number three it's called uh something about economics i think it's production yeah it's the production function um and the point of diminishing return so yeah like i said this sounds counterintuitive but let me give you a quick example uh part of this has to do with with your mental health and and really does and I will give you an anecdotal example because I, I don't, I, I'm not a fucking doctor. I, I, I'm not, I don't have a PhD in, in anything fancy. I'm just taking a business school thing and, you know, I'm just a dude um, who has an example. That's it. Take it for what it's worth. So I had finance. Finance is a pain in the ass. Unless you like finance, which in that case like what wh- wh- why what hmm okay so anyway uh i was in finance and it was just a pain and it was a horrible 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 time in my life i was spending uh, i kid you not finance was a 2 hour course it, and I was spending 20 hours a week to zero. I, I'm not kidding. An, an hour in the morning, uh, an hour at night during the week, and then like the rest on the weekends. And sometimes more. Like I remember Saturdays and Sundays spending fucking eight or nine hours on that shit and just like banging my head against the wall. In walks a freaking great distraction. Uh, my favorite sports team uh, comes in out of nowhere and like goes to the playoffs for the first time in a long ass time. And not only do they go to the playoffs, but they fucking dominate for the most part, not all the way, but they dominate and it was amazing and it was so needed. Um, because I was just at this point in my life where I was just so stressed. I was continually working on the same thing over and over and over and over. And 
you know, that sounds like that colloquial bullshit that's attributed to Benjamin Franklin or other famous person. Nobody actually knows where this quote comes from, the, the definition of insanity. And you you are all cringing because your boss has probably said this, that it's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Bullshit. Anyway, uh, so that happened, and it was, uh, you know... I, so this this sports thing was happening, and it, I was like, "Fuck, man! I cannot sacrifice three, two to three hours every other day to devote to this because that takes away from my time when I could be doing well on this on this thing that I'm paying a lot of money for and trying to figure out." Um, so I initially thought that I was like, "I don't need this right now," but holy shit was I wrong I that was exactly what I needed because it pulled me out I, I wouldn't say that it pulled me out but it was the catalyst oh shit sorry about that um it was the catalyst of pulling my mind out of this crazy ass um spiral it was just like this downward depressed spiral of finance and if you've taken a finance course you probably know what that's like <laughs> unless you like finance what? why <laughs> okay so find a distraction um with that uh i i also am going to do a future episode on like how to study like a boss um because i i do really as as much self-deprecating uh, that I do on this show, I do think that I got the study thing down. Um, and it's practical advice. Um, but anyway, the, the distraction um, that I'm talking about here is like don't 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 cram for an exam or like wait until the day that it before it's due. If you're working on a big project at work, eh, there's a lot on the line. Like, don't start your fucking financial analysis on uh, a big fucking asset purchase the day before it's due. Like, you wouldn't do that. What the fuck? But I continually, this is a thing that I continually see, especially like working in group projects. Y'all ever like worked in a group project? You know what I mean. Waiting till the day before it's due and then like getting all this info back, like, Oh yeah! Oh my God! It's it's so infuriating. Um, you, you're gonna need to break things in chunks and take th take things in manageable pieces because you're just gonna make yourself crazy. You're not gonna remember any of this shit. Uh, you may float by, but that's about it. And with that distraction um, comes this thing called an incubation period. And so incubation is is basically one of the four stages of creativity. Um, and this distraction comes in into play here, in, specifically in this incubation period. So the four stages of creativity include preparation, incubation, illumination, illumination, and verification. So preparation is like, all right, I'm going to start on this project. I'm going to do the reading. I'm going to uh, try a couple of things. I'm going to see if this works. And then that's step one, okay? And this is what I go back to when I'm talking about like breaking these things in chunks. So creativity, um, when we talk about creativity, 
it doesn't have to be a creative thing. Like you don't have to be some advertising genius or anything like that. I mean, creativity is just problem solving. That's all it is. It's connecting the dots. If you know how to do that, you are going to excel in the work world and probably like in your normal life too. Um, I call it old farmer ingenuity because that's uh, that's my roots is uh, figuring out how to fucking wire up gates on the farm and shit. So shout out to my grandpa who uh, is a badass problem-solving farmer. Uh, But yeah, anyway, creativity, that uh, after the preparation stage, after you kind of do your groundwork, that's where the incubation period comes in into play. And the incubation period is is sort of essential for creativity. It's where you hear things like old adages like, oh, just sleep on it. Or, you know, you come up with your best ideas in the shower or on the freaking john or something like that. Um, because it's, it's when you're not necessarily thinking about it that, that, but, but you've already done that preparation work that, uh, it starts to gel and that those ideas start to, uh, you know, you got to step away from it, go for a run, you know, that sort of thing. And then the illumination is, is when you start to put those pieces back together after the incubation period, which I think is 24 to 72 hours typically. So you have to have that incubation period to to fully let these ideas come together for that illumination, which is that point where you have that aha moment. And that's where everybody thinks that this is where creativity lives is this third part, but they totally discount the first two. And then the verification part is just like, yo, uh, did that work? All right, cool. So point being, all problems involve creativity, and the incubation period is critical. This is the distraction. This is the freaking sports game. This is the sleeping. This is the hiking. This is the fucking go on a date with your spouse. That sort of thing. Get away from it. Go to a movie. Anyway, I think I've hammered that enough. Okay, the next one, set time limits. Uh, So as I mentioned before, spending 20 hours on finance is a terrible idea because you hit a like mental point of diminishing returns like I cannot look at this any other way okay I've I've had five different people explain I've read three different texts and I've had two people explain this to me on YouTube and I still don't fucking get it okay well step away from it um, because it's just gonna drive you crazy it, you, and you need that incubation period to let it set. Come back to it later. It'll still be there, prom- <laughs> promise. Okay, here's a crazy one. Here is my uh, here's my crazy advice. If you're super stressed, if you need to hit a reset button and you don't know what what to do, you're at your wit's end. Your job is freaking killing you. You're in a time crunch. You've got an hour and a half. Go to a float tank. I kid you not. This shit is legit. Uh, I did this right before my last final. Uh, the week before my last final. I was jacked. I was so freaking tense everywhere. Uh, float tank basically is this... Um, if you're old like me... Uh, you, you probably know them as a sensory deprivation tank, and you've probably seen the Simpsons episode with where Lisa goes into this and she imagines she's a cat like hitting a ball around and it just like <laughs> it's completely dark and you're floating in this water. It's amazing. So 
they put you they you go into this room and uh, the one that I went to had like LED lights and it had music and you could do that if you wanted but I was like no I want nothing I want no sound I want no light I, I want nothing and it's this like 18 inches of water or so and they just like fill this to uh, buoyancy with Epsom salts so you lay back and you are floating there in this uh, you're floating on top because it's really really buoyant water and then you get the magnesium from the Epsom salts and uh, you have no distractions and I kid you not my brain goes uh, in knots I mean I'm thinking about shit all the time I have problems sleeping sometimes because of it it was the first time in my existence on this planet that I stopped thinking. And it wasn't for very long. It was for like a fraction of a second. But uh, and but it happened like maybe a dozen times where I just, the absence of thought happened. It was really fucking weird. And okay, so this water is body temperature. So that's kind of strange, like the air temperature, the body temperature, and the water temperature are all the same. So it's like almost like you're in a womb or something. I don't know. Um, it is pretty dope. And I think for me, it was like, I don't know, 60 bucks or 70 bucks for an hour. And it uh, it hit the spot. So if you are at the point where you don't think you can manage at all that is an amazing reset button okay next one uh dr mba whole podcast prescribes is exercise and yeah so i run i run a lot i don't know if a lot is right maybe like seven or eight miles a day so like i don't know 50 miles a week possibly but i used to like ultra run like fucking insane amounts which uh, I, I don't necessarily recommend. It was a little bit of a problem there for a while, but it it is for me. It's like an hour or hour and a half, uh, depending on the day, uh, time when I can just kind of get away, pop in a podcast. Just that is my incubation period every day, and I I ritualize it. So I I make it a ritual. I typically do about the same time every day, and I just like go for it. And uh, it helps me sleep, um, and it keeps me in shape, uh, keeps my heart rate low. Um, yeah, helps keep life in balance. Okay, uh, Dr. MBA Whole Podcast also prescribes plenty of sleep. Um, uh, hypocrite Dr. MBA Podcast, I might say it's now 6.56 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> I probably should still be sleeping. That would be awesome. But uh, I don't know. My dog wakes me up. He's got some, he's old. He's got some issues. He's got to go out early in the morning. So I get up. Um, okay. Set your schedule. Do not deviate. Um, and what I mean by this is like set, if you have a crazy schedule with work, you're probably going to know what that means. And with, and, and if you're trying to like cram a program up on top of that, what I would recommend is like try not to deviate. If you have to travel, all of that shit, try to uh, study your your different uh, uh, subjects at the same time every day, every single day, 
except for like take a day off um, because I do think that you need that breather. But like, uh, you know, pick that like a restaurant, you know, they'll, they'll say that they're, they're not open on Mondays or Tuesdays or something like that. And I, I do think that that's health, healthy, but like set when you set your schedule, do not deviate from that because it becomes a ritual. And even if you think you got the, got the stuff down, it doesn't hurt to just kind of <clears throat> go back and glance through the notes. And then you could take that time block and mentally, you know, maybe add in some other stuff that you want to do there. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, next recommendation is take a day off. Uh, so when, while you're setting that schedule, okay, let's say you have class on Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, let's say you have class Wednesday night from six to 10 or six to nine 30 or whatever, uh, PM. Um, maybe that's your day off because, uh, at that point you're already doing three hours of class and, uh, you don't want to do any more. So fucking take that day off and then resume the next day while it's fresh in your mind, get back, hop back on that material, write it out, figure it out. So, and I, I realize I put, take, take your day off <laughs> includes going to class. <sighs> That's, uh. That's part of this. Anyway, okay, now I'm going to be like a big Debbie Downer, um, but uh, this is something that I do believe in. Um, avoid alcohol. <laughs> oh, oh, what's that sound? Oh, oh, that's everybody unsubscribing. <laughs> um, okay, uh, and... Not to say that I, I have not uh, partaken in my fair share of alcohol um, in my day, um, but it, it it fucks with your brain. So, um, you know, it's one of the things people don't necessarily think about. They think about other things that it might do to you, but it uh, fucks with your brain. So, um can make you depressed, anxious, all that shit. I know you don't want to hear that. I know you want to say, okay, how to manage stress, drink alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's a good way to numb things, but uh, that's about it. All right. Uh, the last thing that I do want to say in this sode, episode, I'm uh, shortening that because it saves me time when I'm, when I'm speaking here, uh, when I, when I shorten things. Um, yeah. Uh, be prepared to be completely lost during breaks. So this is part of managing stress. Um, anxiety can hit because of a lack of shit. And this is, again, coming anecdotally, but uh, this is a real thing. Um, it happens to me. Uh... I just started a show and I cranked out freaking four episodes in like a week. Um, cause I feel kind of lost, honestly. Um, what do I do? Why am I not studying this? Why am I not like hitting my head against the wall with statistics? Like, why am I not doing this stuff? It, uh, it, it, you get so overloaded that when that pressure is off, you kind of don't know what to do. Um, been doing a lot of actual reading for pleasure. Um, I would recommend Haruki Murakami if uh, you don't know. He's a pretty awesome uh, 
fantastical writer from Japan. Uh, been going to the pool because it's summertime and it's hot as fuck here. Um, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, Christmas break and summer. Do take the summers off. It's it's weird, but take them off because fuck. I don't know how you just like go through because I imagine that being completely lost during the break, like once that the thing is over, if you've been doing nothing but that, like it's going to get really weird. I don't know if you know what you're going to do with what, what, what to do with yourself after that. So anyway, that's, uh, that's my short episode on how to manage stress. Uh, hope you like it. Uh, if you do, please give us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts. Uh, follow us on the Twitter box at NBA whole podcast. Give us some love. We love you. Until next time, have a great one. Kick ass in your program and your job and your hobbies and all of that shit. Hey, if you want to be on the show, um, if you have some really cool stories about uh, NBA shit or work things or tips, tricks, things that you think would be a great contribution to the show, uh, I can Skype you all in. I know how to do all that shit. So just uh, drop me a line at MBA Whole Podcast. Uh, you're going to have to follow me on the Twitter box first so that the DM doesn't get uh, disappeared. Follow me. Send me a message. Say, yo, I got something to say. I'll get you on. It'll be fun. We'll have fun. We have fun. See ya. The opinions and views expressed in the show are that of the host only. They do not represent their children, wives, dogs, employers, co-workers, neighbors, in-laws, friends, acquaintances, or esteemed university faculty. 